Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome to Weisscast episode 13. Yo, we made the 13. We made it. The unlucky number. Because which is fitting that we did not have lucky last night. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't. Recording. Uh, we have to re-record because I am dumb and accidentally recorded both channels as stereo. and Because uh, we're such in close proximity of yep. our microphones. Uh, there was a crazy amount of echo happening in everyone's microphone channel. Yeah. We tried a bunch of different things. None of it worked. None of it worked. But hey, we're here. We are we're here. Back. And if you're wondering, Aaron... You sound better than normal. Uh, it's not because I was sick and got better. It's because I got a new microphone and I am really enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, so now we're rocking the both both rocking the blue uh, version of the blue snowballs. Yes, we don't have blue balls. We have blue snowballs. Blue snowballs. Yes. Anyways, so that's why it sounds better. So we're we're not only do we have better audio quality, we're trying to have better quality overall. Yeah, it's true. Uh, speaking of better quality overall. Uh, we are sort of changing a little bit about our lineup, uh, and not sort of, we definitely are. Um, you know, we, we start with some podcast banter every week and uh, kind of just talk about nothing for a few minutes, and then if there's feedback or anything, we usually go to that, and then we have ask Google to tell a joke, um, and then we go into Around the Web. That all is staying the same, but instead of asking each other uh, what we're playing or what we're watching. We're each going to take about uh, five to ten minutes about to do a little monologue or s something about things that interest us that week. Yeah, so it'll be uh, the Aaron highlights or the Jacob highlights of yeah. the week. And during that section, it could be anything. You know, for like this week I'm talking about a show I'm watching, yeah. a game I'm playing, something I'm very passionate about, excited about for this mm -hmm. week. Uh, and then also uh, uh, two articles I want to mention. And so it, it's going to look a little different each week. Mm -hmm. This way it gives a little more personality. Like you'll be able to tell like exactly what we are talking about, what we want to mention each section. So I'm really excited about this new format. I think it'll be a little, a little bit better streamlined. Yeah. Uh, and overall, just, just nice. Won't be as awkward in between transitions. And also, or it might be even more awkward. It might be even more awkward. We'll Who knows? see. Maybe three episodes from now, we're like, this is really uh, filling the word with a four letter word. Yeah. This and is I poop. guess that's. That's five letters. Poop is three. I was thinking four. of the the one that starts with an S and ends in a Y. That's five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those rare times where it's a five-letter word, not a four-letter word. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But Anyways. We still have 20 questions as well. Um, we might change the... I gotta find a movie. We might change the, the category soon. Yeah. Um, it might not always be movie 20 questions. Movies are kind of, kind of getting hard to find movies. Yeah. Although, I think this next one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Although, there's... It. A crap ton of movies we just haven't seen them all so yeah I think that's kind of where we go wrong ooh, i don't know if you've seen this movie you can trust me i know I'm, movies i'm gonna trust you all right so uh let's go on into the google joke yeah let's so, see what google has i know last time we heard a lot of repeats so yeah hopefully that's not the case tell me a joke sure here's one of my favorites what's a computer's least favorite food Spam. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty good one. Spam sucks. 
So that was, a, that was a pretty quality joke. Thanks, Google, for making it a little more relevant and not giving me uh, another of the same joke. I think it's because the, the earlier this week, I sat down with a group of students and yeah. I just asked Google to tell me jokes, and I heard a lot of different jokes. So I think I, I went enough through the rotation to where it's like not going to give me the same jokes anymore. Yeah, hopefully uh, maybe, that's the case. Maybe that's, that's just how I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know. So let's hop on to Around the Web. Yeah, we're moving on in. Everyone's favorite section where we're going to speak in Morse code and see if you know what we are saying. So what he just said in Morse code was talking about Nintendo. Yeah, it's true. I don't true. know if y'all picked up on that. But anyways, Nintendo plans to launch two new Switch models this year. Yep. Big news coming from Nintendo all the way from Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got this uh, Nintendo fresh earlier this this Nintendo this news fresh earlier this week. Uh, Although it's been rumored for probably about six or seven months. Oh, now. maybe even longer than that. Um, but uh, the 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 rumor is that they are going to launch two new switches this year. A smaller uh, model that would be more of an entry level, and that then kind of resembles the two DS. Yes, from what I. What we've been told and such, what we've been reading. And then also, almost like a, a pro model, or... I expected there to be yeah. probably a little more spec, better specs. Maybe bigger uh, Joy-Cons. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of like the Joy-Con size now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know really know what to expect from that. But um, it, it's something that we've expected for a while, but it's also something that is kind of sad as... Uh, Day one adopter of the Switch. And year one adopter of the Switch. Um, Got it uh, about halfway through the year. Yeah, I I, I knew it was coming, but at the same time, I just didn't want to believe it. I wanted to believe that they would release a dock to make it more powerful on the TV before they would do this, but it is what it is. I don't think that's still uh, something that they're not going to do. I still think that there's a possibility to see a better dock. I think it'd be interesting to see... If there is a powerful switch coming out, yeah, um, giving a dock that allows the year one or model one uh, switches to be more powerful and to be up to that same part with like maybe like an eighty dollar dock, ninety dollar dock, uh, and it allows you to have a better G- a CPU on it. I, I think there's possibilities there. Um, hopefully, Nintendo's thinking that way. I'm not really sure what they are thinking because I'm not Nintendo, but. It's very interesting to see what's going to come out of it. We'll give you more information as we know about that. We should be hearing more information relatively soon, I think. Uh, usually, the springtime, we get a lot of information about uh, games and such. So that's that's exciting. Speaking of games, uh, one of our favorite companies, Google, has uh, announced their service. I think we mentioned the last episode, Google yeah. Stadia. Well, we have a little bit more information about Google Stadia internet speed requirements. Um, so these were released the other day. So this is this is pretty new. Yeah, this I think was, it was actually released yesterday. So. It was released the twenty fourth. Oh. So four days from the the current recording. So mm-hmm. I guess that was what Monday. Yeah, sounds yes. right. Yes. So Monday of this past week, uh, Google released that in order to stream a game at ten eighty p resolution and sixty frames per second, is recommended to have approximately twenty five megabytes per second. Which is crazy because that is the standard across most of America. Um, if, if you have internet at your house and you are in a decent area that's not in the middle of the country, you very likely have at least 25 megabytes per yeah, second. Yeah, and if you don't, I'd be very, very shocked. Yes. Uh, the, the thing that's actually more shocking to me 
Uh, it's the t uh, 4K. Yeah, yeah to, to run, run 4K 60 frames per second, you only need the recommended 30. Yes. Uh, which is insane to think that only 5 megabytes more per second is yeah. going to give you that much more resolution. And the, I think the craziest part about the article, and you brought this up when we were talking about it yesterday um, during our original recording, is that that's um, the recommended, but apparently you can run it a lot uh, if you have a lot slower connection than that. Um, which blows my mind. So, like, even if you're on, um, like, satellite internet, for example, you could, in theory, still run yeah. this 1080p 60 frames. Yeah, and then something that I, I think is really cool with their the machine learning they have with this and the algorithms they have in place, mm -hmm. uh, the article says players will get a lower resolution if they have less bandwidth, and Stadia will only offer up the appropriate resolution for the bandwidth players have. That is cool. So that is really cool. It's like we're going to see very little lag. Uh, so the machine, the software is going to be able to read, oh, you you have 20 megabytes down. I'm only going to give you 20 worth of output, Yeah, which is really nice. I think that was one of my biggest concerns that uh, it was just going to be a, hey, here's 1080p. Oh, you can't run 1080p? Well, it's going to lag. Sorry. I wonder if there's going to be like a way, because you know how on YouTube, even though if it loads, um, like say you open a, a, a video and for whatever reason you're on 720p and you check... Um, and you want to move it up, do you think there will be a way to do that, like to move it up or down on your stream? Or do you think it'll just have to be algorithm-based and like... Uh, I want to say that it's, it's going to be purely algorithm-based and mm -hmm. based, and it kind of will show that the, the how well the machine learning is. Yeah. Um, like, for example, in your current household setup... Not great. You've got several people who play video games, and so I don't know if that system would be good. Cause like, if you were doing that, you were trying to push it to 1080p, but you were only mm -hmm. being able to get 720 with your speeds, it would kind of, like, neglect the reason of having yeah. the, the push. So I, I think it, they would just have it where it's the machine learning only and only mm -hmm. push out what... You're capable of And, I mean, unless I was running it off my PC, um, like, my Chromecast doesn't hardly work for casting movies and TV right now because yeah. of my internet. So I would have to be running it off my PC. Um, but, yeah, that's just, that's just kind of cool that it's so accessible for so many people. Um, I'm, I'm fully expecting that this service will be um, monetarily accessible, too. Um, yeah, uh, I'm excited to find out more about that in the summer. Yes. I'm thinking late summer we'll probably know more about that. They didn't really give us a day mm -hmm. uh, or a date, um, but I imagine probably... What have they talked about it at Google I.O.? Uh, yeah, Google I.O., when's that? End of May? Yeah, so that should... Ooh, I don't know. They might. Yeah, they might. Uh, Google sometimes surprises us, and we'll talk about things yep. randomly. Anyways, it's interesting to see... Uh, what's going to come out of that? I'm really excited for it. It's really going to revolutionize the the video gaming world. Um, but speaking of revolutionizing vi video games, uh, we we see some more heartbreak in the video game world. Uh, we have another developer releasing that uh, they have laid off some employees and 350 employees to be exact. And they're uh, so EA is laying off 350 employees across the and, Russia and Japan markets. Yeah, ramping down operations in Japan and Russia. Yeah. And so it's kind of kind of sad to see that um, EA has confirmed that it's laying off 350 of its 9,000 employees globally, That's specifically sad. in that area. And it's it's rough. Yeah, that's rough. Um, as uh, a teenager, my dad was uh, sort of laid off a job, and um, so I, I I know what it's like growing up in a household with one income. Um, it's not the best, not the most fun. You you get to miss out on a lot of things. 
uh, because uh, your family just doesn't have the money to pay for it. Um, it's it's rough, and so I know that those families are are having a tough time. Um, hopefully, EA is at least good to them with severance. Um, yeah, I, EA, I feel like it would be good enough to them. Yeah. And it's still tough, but I'm actually going to talk about it a little bit more later mm-hmm. about uh, maybe a possibility for them to still be able to develop something. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll talk about that more in my highlights in the episode. I, I don't think it's too difficult to find a job as a video game creator. No, especially with uh, the way Stadia is set up. Yep. Like, like maybe they can just like do their own like independent thing. Yeah, a lot of uh, ex uh, developers end up creating their own indie studios. So um, I, it'd be cool to see what kind of cool new possibilities come from this now that they're out of the iron grip of EA. Yeah, so, which really I only like EA for FIFA and Apex. I, um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> the game that we said we weren't going to mention. Yep. Was mentioned. Anyways, that's all we're going to mention of that game. It's the, the unspoken game. Moving on, right along. Uh, one of our favorite shows. Uh, I, I say my favorite show. I, I, I like the person who hosts the show. Not necessarily the show. I don't get to watch it as much as I would like. But NBC shot an entire episode of The Tonight Show with a Galaxy S10 Plus. Yeah, that that is insane because... Uh, we always hear stories about the new iPhone shooting the the commercial for it, or the 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 new Pixel shooting the commer- yeah, so commercial. Yeah, Google for and it. Apple are really big on that. Yeah, and so it's 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 cool to see that, but it's it's completely different to see an entire episode of a TV yes. show. And granted, it's not as intensive as like a like a sitcom or dramedy or whatever, like a an, a scripted to the T TV show. Um, this is a talk show. So yeah, so it's a little more standstill shot, mm-hmm. but it is still incredible marketing to see, yes, uh, see them do this, and it's really kind of exciting. Yeah, I think the previous biggest recording, I want to say that there was some music video shot on a Pixel Two. There was. I can't remember which music video it was, but yeah. I remember. Uh, I want to say it was like Death Cab for Cutie or something. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie. They're always doing weird things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, but like it's, it really shows like where cameras are in phones. Yes. Like so for my for my job, as you know, and the viewers you or listeners you might not know this, but I, I shoot and record and edit a video that comes out weekly. Mm-hmm. That's usually comedy. Sometimes it's just it's just a bunch of random videos, uh, and so I actually had access to a pretty nice camera the church has. Uh, shoots in 4K. I actually had stopped about halfway through the school year. I just completely stopped using the church's camera because my phone does the exact same thing, yep. if not better, than this camera does. Yeah. And at the time, this camera was like top of the line camera. Yeah. Uh, and when I like when I went to return it, the pastor was like, "Oh, why are you returning it?" I was like, "Well, you know, I don't I don't really need it. I have my phone." And he kind of agreed too. Like a lot of his video projects he's been working on, he kind of sep- uh, substituted out the church's camera for his phone. One. You're able to just film and then drop it instantly. So I, yeah. he has uh, iPhone, so he can just airdrop it to his Mac. Where I have a, I have a Pixel, I can just put it. It automatically saves on Google Photos. I get it on my computer. I can download right away. Yeah. Um, so it, technology like this is amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to be on that level because, uh, as I told you yesterday, I ordered a Note Nine. Yes, um, you did. I actually got a really good deal on it. We can talk about that later. But uh, it's coming in later this week. I'm excited to be able to shoot quality video and um, pictures. Your, your Snapchats are going to get a lot better. Your Snapchats right now suck. Yeah, they do. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, it's not your fault. It's your camera's fault. Yeah. But I guess it's kind of your fault. I lost I lost the uh, glass protector for my camera, so everything's kind of been fuzzy. 
I mean, even before then, it was fuzzy. Uh, well, whatever. What, what do we got next, Jacob? I don't know. My computer just froze. I'm going to go on to talk about Rob Gronkowski. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you can talk about that. So, uh, kind of a harsh transition into the sports uh, world, but um, Rob Gronkowski, the, the great tight end for uh, the New England Patriots, has retired. Man. Um, Sad. It's one of those things where I hate to see him go, but at the same time, I really don't because he was such a jerk. No, he's not a jerk. Uh, that's a that's the harsh harsh term. He he's just like tough to play against, and um, I obviously I've never played against him in football, but um, just like a lot of my favorite teams had to go up against. I say my favorite teams like whenever the Packers would play, I think he would just absolutely shred the Packers defense, and. Um, since I'm a fan of the NFL, I liked watching games, even in, even though my team wasn't playing, and I would always root against the Patriots. Um, and it's just the Gronk is too good. Um, he and Brady were a dynamic duo, probably one of the greatest duos in history. Um, so he, a lot of people are saying that he's an instant Hall of Famer, and uh, that's um, probably true. But at the same time, for another recent retiree, which I'll talk about. In my uh, my my block, I yeah. um, kind of sad about it. So um, Gronk, one of the all-time greats. Uh, congrats on a great career, um, and good luck with whatever you're going on to next. Yeah, it's it's nice to see uh, players staying in the sports realm. So maybe we'll yeah. see him doing some kind of commentary, some kind of analytic stuff. I don't know. I would love for him to be the Monday Night guy. That'd be funny. Yeah. Moving on in, this actually transitions well into, well, I guess kind of another sad story, uh, AAF. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so AAF is not doing too hot right now. Uh, in case y'all do not remember what AAF is, it's the American Alliance of Football, or Alliance of American Football, that's right. But they're kind of having some issues with the NFL Player Association. The Player Association ha- uh, putting some tight limitations on who they're allowed to use. So the AAF is supposed to be a league that's kind of like a developmental league. Players that don't get a whole lot of playing time in the NFL yeah. can come play here in the, in the AAF and then transition into a, a, a better role at the NFL level. Mm-hmm. The issue is the players' league is is putting a lot of limitations on what they're who they're allowed to play, and it's it's making it where there's not a whole lot of options for players, and it's making it where uh, the AF might be closing after the season. That that is sad because there's a lot of money in AFF. Uh, the NHL uh, Carolina Hurricanes owner mm-hmm. has invested 250 million dollars last month. That he's not he's not going to get a return on, and that's not enough money to keep it alive. And it, it's sad because we really, by we, I mean the AAF, really wanted this to be a feeder league into the NFL. Um, and the NFL is kind of being noncompliant with some of their rules um, that they have in place for, um, for example, fourth string guys that never get to see playing time but um, are there just in case of. Uh, an injury to the first three strings of players. Um, like apparently, the AAF has access to all of the NFL's practice squads unless they see game time. By game time, they dress out. Yeah, um, and so that that, that kind of sucks. Yeah. there's a lot of limitations. So I'm hoping uh, they're able to kind of figure that out and negotiate something there. 
Um, we we've seen the article. The uh, majority owner, share owner of AAF, mm-hmm. says that he has to have a decision within the next couple of days. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll definitely give you. We'll be on the lookout for that. We'll give you more information next week for sure. Yeah, and if you uh, if you listen to a any sports ish podcast, you've probably heard them hate on Commissioner Roger Roger Goodell. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't even I don't like football that much, and yeah, I hate him. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of him. Um, he kind of has drugged this league into the ground a little bit. Um, it really has. And yeah, I I think that any other commissioner would happily comply with AAF. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll see. We'll see where it goes from here. Also, uh, listeners, if you hear some uh, mower in the background i'm sorry my neighbors happen to be mowing uh, yeah they, they just turned it off but you probably have been hearing it yeah earlier there was a, a leaf blower going so that's that's not we don't have a lawnmower sitting next to us it's just outside yeah i think we're moving on to your your highlights of the oh, okay week, cool uh which is perfect time for me to go check in on some baseball stuff. yeah so i have a few highlights uh, i think four um and as I was talking about earlier with Rob Gronkowski, he's retiring. Um, one of my favorite players of all time uh, is also retiring, Jordy Nelson. Uh, he's best known as a wide receiver for the Green Bay pa- uh, Packers. 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 Green Bay Packers. Um, he and Aaron Rodgers were another all-time great duo. Um, if you just heard a cough, that was my roommate. Um, Hello, Nathan. Anyways. You're welcome. You just got a free shout-out on Weisscast. He, he's retiring. Uh, not Nathan, but Jordy Nelson. And it's, it's sad because I really wanted him to come back and retire as a Packer, but he decided to retire straight from uh, Oakland after getting cut. And I think he still had a couple more good years in him, but, I mean, the, the Packers are uh, they're doing a lot of crazy things right now in the locker room. They're, they're sending players off that probably, in my mind, I thought we should have kept. They're... Uh, making additions they just got a new coach so it's a new regime um but yeah jordy nelson uh great great receiver all around good guy um definitely will be missed among the packers nation yes for sure for sure um but something that i've been watching recently is uh twilight zone uh if you don't know what twilight zone is get out of the rock that you're living in um for real Twilight Zone is one of the great all-time sci-fi slash fantasy horror TV shows. Uh, started back in the 50s, um, created by Rod Sterling, um, one of the great writers of sci-fi. Um, he is incredible, and he hosts the TV show and just has that classic like narration voice. Um, I've been watching it, uh, and come to find out, I, I've actually been reading about it too, and it was one of the foremost... Uh, leaders on TV for social commentary. Really? Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, um, there's you see a lot of did not know that. You hot, learn something new every day. Yeah, you do. Uh, you see a lot of hot topics addressed um, on the show, and like you know, late fifties, early sixties. Of course, they're gonna uh, address um, civil rights, um, and it was addressed on the show a number of times. Uh, I I think that it's so cool that it was at the forefront of that because um, I'm, when you think of TV shows or movies with a political thing to say, you don't necessarily think sci-fi. Um, 
And yeah, so I've been watching a lot of that, and it still scares the pants off of me sometimes. Um, it, it's just kind of creepy. I've actually never seen an episode. It's it's good. I enjoy it. I must have to get into it one day. Yeah, um, it really holds up. Uh, the camera work is great. Some of the effects, you know, are a little cheesy, but I mean, what do you expect that from that time era? Um, but yeah, Twilight Zone. Check it out on Netflix. It it's really good and sometimes genuinely creepy. Uh, so, uh, one of my favorite franchises of all time actually just really er, released a teaser for its new game coming out. Whoa! That is Borderlands Three. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's um, right. They did. They released a teaser yesterday, and I, I don't know why I was so shocked. Like I already knew. Yeah, that. I got. Like, to- I, I was actually like really perplexed. I was like, wait, what is it? But like, you already told me this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. I got to watch the teaser. Apparently, they're having a showcase that might even be happening right now at PAX East. Don't know exactly what they're talking about, but... Um, That's right. I remember one of our friends talking about it, but he gave up YouTube for Lent, so he is watching on Twitch. Cheater. It's where, hey, it's not owned by YouTube. So That's true. But it's not cheating. I, I'm really excited about uh, the possibility of Borderlands 3. I can't wait to play it. One of my favorite franchises of all time. Um, but I don't know anything about it right now besides the fact that it exists. So I'm going to move on to my next topic um, that I have. And that is Nintendo Labo. And, and you might be like, Aaron, why are you talking about that cardboard? Um, yeah, he loves cardboard. I love cardboard. I lo- he lives in a cardboard I love paper cuts. Um, everything to do with cardboard. He hates the environment. Epa, come find him. Yeah, find me, Epa. Come at me. Um, but... For real, uh, the the first generation of Labo was obviously marketed towards uh, children. Um, yes, very much, very much. And I did not; it did not excite me at all. But this kind of does. This is a uh, create your own uh, VR helmet, uh, which is a lot like the Google Cardboard um, from back in the day. But R.I.P. Google R.I.P. Wait, can you actually... Is it still active? Yeah, it still is. I have one right here. I'm talking about, like, can I, like, go and like, get one still for free? I don't know. But, I mean, if if not, they're, like, five bucks. Like, yeah, I got this. I'm not looking for it. I never, I never jumped on Um, There's some great VR In case YouTube you didn't videos. know, uh, he is currently holding a Google Cardboard in his yeah. hand. And he was giving me the, the play-by-play instructions of it. Yes, uh, you can... Definitely go on YouTube and watch a bunch of like VR things. There's always like uh, roller coasters and uh, I'm trying to think. Of, there's like there's like a space one. I don't know how they did that because they unless they got astronauts to film up there. But um, that's beside the point. I think VR with Switch is perfect because it comes with like you already have the Joy Cons. Like you don't need to buy anything yeah. else, and I think that is the perfect platform for VR. Um, I don't know how well it's gonna or how good it's gonna look. I don't know because I heard that you it has to be at a certain resolution for your eyes not to make you sick. Um, and I know that the Switch screen only runs at 720p, so I don't I don't know how, what that's gonna be like. But I'm interested to see how they do it and what it's gonna be like. Um, I think it'd be really cool to have like a Zelda VR experience um, where you're like Link and you're like shooting arrows or something. I don't know. Um, or like you have the master shield and short sword. Um, that'd be really cool to do. Um, maybe like a Hyrule Warriors VR experience. That'd actually be pretty cool. Yeah. I would, I'd be into that for sure. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be on that train real quick, but yeah, I'm excited to see what Nintendo does with it. Uh, it could be something where Nintendo is just like 
throwing stuff at the wall, see what sticks. But yeah, that sounds also like Nintendo. Yeah, it does. So that's that's really all I have for today, uh, Jacob. What 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 do you have well, on the docket for us? Uh, number one, starting off today. Today. Today only. Uh, baseball's back, baby. Baseball is back. Uh, it's opening day. I'm actually watching a game right now. I'm gonna pull up my other documents. So I don't get distracted. I'm just watching Bryce Harper walk out of the tunnel and people giving him high fives, which people should not be giving that man high fives. Yeah, go DC, right? Yeah, something like that. Anyways, uh, so I'm in a baseball fantasy league. First time I've ever done it. It's gonna make me really into baseball this year. So I might talk a lot about baseball. I'm actually sucking in it right now. Um, I only have like four people playing. Anyways, I won't talk about it anymore. I've actually been playing a game, though. Yeah. That's not fantasy baseball. What? I've been playing Golf Story, uh, the game that you know and our friend Aaron Hargrove also recommended towards me. And so it's on the Switch. It's an 8-bit type game, kind of similar to like you move around similar to how you would move in the original Pokemon games mm-hmm. with that kind of feel. Uh, but the difference is you're playing golf. What? Um, I'm very, very, very new to it. I've only completed the first world, and I was talking to my friend Aaron last night about it, and he said that uh, the game's massive and it takes forever. Mm-hmm. And he he said he's, he's not even halfway done with it, and he's been playing for a long time. So I'm excited that it'll be like a nice like game I can play for a while. Uh, but it's something new and something fun, and I love new. And I've really been into it. I've also been into golfing, as I mentioned last episode. So this is kind of like a nice best of both worlds. Like when I can't go out and play golf, I'll uh, pull up the switch, you know. And it's it's fun. Uh, but I've also been watching a TV show, uh, The Disappearance of Madeline McCann. Uh, I don't know if you know about this. In 2007, I'm about to sneeze, I think. So if I sneeze, I'm sorry. But I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, we don't need to worry about editing that out. That's funny. Anyways. I was going to edit if you sneezed. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah. The disappearance of Madeline McCann. So in 2007, his family took a trip to Portugal, uh, and their four-year-old daughter uh, was, quote-unquote, abduct- abducting. Mm. Uh, she still hasn't been found. Jeez. So this documentary is kind of like shedding light on the story because it was a big, big She'd be like news. 16 now. Yeah, it's a big news in uh, Europe at the time, and it made its way over to America for a while. On the was news. the family from like England or something? Yeah, they were. Oh, okay. Um, they were both doctors. So, like, there's some, like some rumors saying that like the family her parents uh, got rid of her somehow. There's some uh, rumors that there was a pedophile living close by. There's rumors that the fa- their family paid for the pedophile to like abduct her and do stuff. And but like the reason that is like apparently. Uh, they were seeing like photographs, like getting dinner with that pedophile a mm. couple months like, like after the attack. I'm not finished with the documentary yet. I'm only a couple episodes in, but it's really well. I'm really into mystery series, documentary series. Yeah. And I, I love it. And I'm, I, I think anyone that is into kind of mystery or just wants to know more about it, I think you should check it out. I, I, I highly recommend it. It's done by Netflix. It's a Netflix original. So, obviously, the quality is very high. The narration is very high. Um, high quality. And it's great. I'll definitely check it out. I I love that kind of stuff. I was super into Making a Murderer. Uh, actually, both seasons. Um and I, yeah, I, I love Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely will want yeah, to check yeah, it out. I think, I think you, you would enjoy it. it. Even if nothing else, it's a good story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like that she's still missing. missing and hopefully, through hopefully she's alive. Hopefully, hopefully through through getting, getting some of this attention, someone will be able to speak up. There's a lot of different rumors where she is, but hopefully they'll figure out. Yeah. Speaking of mystery series, that brings me to an article. Ooh. A little on. 
It's our least Spot, popular. It's one of our least popular, which might be because I don't know why. There's probably reasons. But also the fact that Spotify owns the majority of the market now with this. And it's interesting to see that Spotify is investing so much money. I think earlier in the episodes I mentioned something about Spotify investing so much money into podcast futures. Uh, it's really cool to see, and it'll be really interesting to see what goes from here. I think Spotify really sees the benefit of podcasting as... A, as a, a culture and as a way to be entertained. Yeah. And I, I really I really appreciate what they're doing. One thing I wish is I wish that it would be able for podcast uh, creators to be able to get more information about the podcast being listened on Spotify. That's my only complaint with Spotify with podcasting. But I really enjoy, uh, enjoy seeing them explore more in podcasting. It's really cool. Uh, speaking of cool things... PUBG. PUBG. Players Unknown Battleground. I, I haven't said that name, full name, in a while. I normally just call it PUBG. I always call it PUBG. Anyways, I, I as y'all may have remember a couple episodes ago, I mentioned I started playing it again. Mm-hmm. Well, I even started playing it even more. I started playing on my PC. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know. The way it was originally intended. The way God made it. God created it. Yes. Well, the developer of uh, PUBG has taken a step away from PUBG Corp. And not in a bad way. So don't get too sad out there. He realized that he's been spending the last year and a half, two years at this like very high CEO level, managing all of it, all of it, making sure developers are pushing things out, making sure updates are coming out, making sure that things were moving. Well, he is now taking a step back. He has moved to Europe and he is creating a team, creating a studio to develop a new game. Uh, we don't really know yet what the new game's going to be. He's given the freedom to really just do whatever he wants to do. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a PUBG 2, so I don't think it's necessarily going to be another Battle Royale game. But we'll definitely see a new game coming out from the PUBG Corporation uh, sometime in the next probably year and a half, two years. And so that's really exciting. They did a really good job with PUBG. They're the ones that kind of took Battle Royale and made it what it is. Uh, there was Battle Royale games before PUBG, but PUBG kind of was the thing that a lot like kind of pushed things for like Fortnite to come out and Apex to come out, and even other games like Call of Duty and Battlefield introduced yeah. Battle Royale. So like we, without PUBG, we would not see this uh, this trend in video games right now. We really wouldn't. So it's interesting to see what PUBG is going to do, what new thing they're going to be able to do. They're currently building a group of developers. And so I'm really excited to see what we're going to be able to do, or like what we're going to see out of that. So that's where I was like talking earlier about EA, and I was hoping that I was going to, hoping, like maybe we'll see some of those developers like find jobs somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I 
agree with everything you just said. I hope that uh, the guy that created PUBG could um, innovate on some other new genre. Um, I I want to see the next big thing because, like right now, the thing is battle royale, um, and before that, it was just you know FPS, and before that, it was probably MMORPG. Um, but I want to see what the next thing is, and I am 100% here for it, um, whatever it is. Uh, I'm, I love this guy's work. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, he, he started out on Daisy and then uh, worked on H1Z1 and then left H1Z1 to make PUBG and then H1Z1 kind of hired him back and then he went back to PUBG Huh. Um, so I did not know he that. created both H1Z1 and PUBG. Yeah, which if you didn't know, H1Z1 is pretty much, or PUBG is pretty much a clone of H1Z1. Yeah, uh, it was made. PUBG was made from a like stock video game maker where like you yeah. just like pull stock like buildings. I'm not not saying that to knock PUBG. PUBG's no, yeah, game. it's definitely grown a lot more since then. It's definitely become its own thing. And I mean, during the time they did that, they did that because that was the quickest and easiest and cheapest way for yeah. them to produce a game. And that's also kind of why it was so buggy in the beginning. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's really grown into a very fantastic game. There's a mm-hmm. lot. I mean, there's still kind of a cult following, but there's still. I mean, there's like an entire MLG league around it. Yep. That's Major League Gaming, in case you didn't know, for the acronym. But like, there's an entire gaming uh, community around it where people are claiming to be professionals. And I've watched some of the professionals play, and I would say, man, they're they're pretty good. Uh, they give me a run for my money for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that just about. Wait a minute. Nope. Nope. Okay. I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah, uh, we're going into uh, video game twenty questions right now. Video game by video game. I'm, did I say video game? You I did, movie. I was not ready to take a video. But before game. we do that, my roommate is bringing me a package that was just delivered, and I told him that he could have thirty seconds on the podcast if he brought me the package that was delivered. Um, Special so, guest Nathan Burdett. Nathan Burdett, uh, say what you want to um, for thirty seconds about really anything sports or nerdy. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me for this fine 30 seconds. Just want to first of all say that I love the pod. Listen to everyone. Don't miss don't miss a pod. So thanks and keep it up. But yeah, today's a, a national holiday. It's opening day for the Braves. So oh, go Braves. Chop on and I hope all you guys are going to watch us kick Bryce Harper's butt. Oh yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, Nathan. Nathan. Thank you for talking about the Braves, even though I, for, I failed to mention them earlier. I can always count on you. All right. All right. Well, I'm guessing this week, correct? You are, and I'm going to pick oh. a diff- different movie yep. than last night. Last night I picked 21 Jump Street, well, and I got it in eight questions. Rookie people. mistake because he got it really quick, so it doesn't go on the record. Yep. Put an asterisk next to it. Anyways, yep. take it away. You're ca- you're going to tally the questions for me. I'm just going to answer. Was this movie released before 2010? Yes. Was it released before 2000? Yes. Was it released before 1990? Yes. 1980? No. Okay. Uh, So it's an 80s movie. Uh, Was this a live action movie? Yes. Uh, Do you know if this was released before 1985? Mm. I'll give him a second while he looks it up. It was in 85. I don't know how to answer that question. You can just say in 85. Okay. Is this Back to the Future? No. Wow. 
think that was released in 83. That was released in 85. I don't know. Because it takes place in 1985. I don't know. That's the whole point of it. Anyways, uh, wow, movie was released in 1985. Live action. Is this a comedy movie? Yes. Okay. Um, is this, like, a classic 80s movie? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, comedy movie, 85. Uh, does this movie center around, like, teenagers? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so, older... Does this movie star, uh, Steve Martin? Mm, let me check on the full cast just to make sure that I'm not missing something on the first couple okay. here. It does not appear... No, does not appear to be. No. Okay. Um, uh, does this movie have an African-American lead? No. Uh, does this movie center around more than one person? Yes. Okay. Does this movie... Um, have a female as a main character? No. No. How many questions is that? Thirteen. Thirteen. Almost time for a, a, a riddle. Yeah. A, a hint? Anyways. Or, or a riddle. Depending uh, on how you look at it. I've heard it both ways. Um, does this movie uh, have... Um, does this movie have an older person starring in it? No. No. Okay. Um, so it's not teenagers, it's not old people, so it's just normal people. Um, sure. Do, I'm, not, I'm not counting that against does you. Does this movie um, have three people as the... No. Okay. What did you think it was? Ghostbusters. Oh. Actually, I think that's four. Yeah, it's four. Um, shoot. Oh, that, that was 15, so... Okay, cool. Uh, this movie, I'm looking at a picture of it, and there's... I don't know how to say this. There's three white white actors and one Asian actor. Three white actors and one... And I'm just looking at a, a random picture from the movie. But they're the, I would consider the main characters. So the Asian guy is even a main character. Don't get caught up on guy. The Asian person? Yeah. I mean, don't get caught up on the sex, is what I'm saying. Okay. So the Asian person is probably a female. Not true. I'm, okay. I, I, it's an Asian guy. Asian guy. I'm gonna get, you're going to get caught up on that. Yeah. It's an Asian guy. Okay. But I mean that by that is you're getting caught up on the age. The Asian. The age. Oh, don't get... Okay. Um, you're, you're saying Asian guy. It's not an Asian guy. Okay. Um, man, I... Is this movie Revenge of the Nerds? No. Dang. Is this... Is this a National Lampoon's movie? No. Is this a is this a um 
dang it, who's the guy that did all of those 80s movies? Um, does this does this star um, Charlie Sheen? No. I'm going to give you another hint. Okay. Because you're not going to get it. Um, one of the writers is Steven Spielberg. Oh. I think it was too much of a hit. That was. That definitely was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Um, was this movie rated PG-13? No. Ooh, wow. Thought it was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Ooh. Oh, wait, that wasn't rated PG-13. Well, it's not that movie either. Yeah. I have one more question. All right. Is this The Goonies? It is. 20th question, baby. Woo. Yeah, so you got caught up on asking if it was they were teenage, if the primary role was teenage. I would argue to say that... They were younger than that. Yeah, they. I mean, they were. like The older brother, by far, is a teenager. Yeah. But the, I would say the stars were the, the, th- the four younger yeah. kids. Um, dang, you got it last minute. Yep. Come give me a good old slap. All right, here we go. Time everyone waits for Jacob getting slapped. Ah! All kind right, of a wimpy slap. Uh, what happened to last night's slap? We are signing off, but before we sign off, we want to mention a few places that you can find us. One of those places is Instagram. Follow us at Weisscast. Jacob, where else can they find us? Uh, they can find us on the interweb at Weisscast.com, along with Into the AM at Weisscast. Uh, in, whoop, not. Into the AM.com discount code. Yeah, Into the AM discount code Weisscast. What I meant to say is you can find us on Patreon.com uh-huh. slash Weisscast. Amen. Uh, yeah, so if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, we you know we really appreciate it. Like we do this for y'all, uh, we get enjoyment out of it too. But we also get enjoyment out of hearing how much y'all enjoy. It's true. So we're really we we really want to hear from you. If you have something you want us to talk about, or if you just want to say, hey, we really lo- I really loved what you're doing. Give us some feedback at feedback. You can email us that feedback at feedback. Ooh. Dude, I'm sorry. The center fielder almost caught this ball. Feedback at Weisscast.com. I'm sorry. I should not be watching baseball while recording um, this. But that's all we have for you today. Uh, but wait. There's more. Oh, but wait. So, I've, we mentioned a couple episodes ago that we're going to have a special guest on. Not oh, Nathan that's so Burnett, true. But uh, our friend Jalen Gardner. Well, unfortunately, I will not be along the road for the... I will not be along the road. I will not be here for the recording for the next two weeks. That's true. So, our friend Jalen's going to step in for me. Uh, so y'all give him a lot of love next week. Make sure he feels welcomed. Give us some feedback for him. Yeah. You know? uh, he'll be on for the next two weeks. Next week I'll be at the Braves game, and the week after that I'll be doing some traveling. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to being back in three weeks and, and recording some more with y'all. Yeah. Um, from there, we have our boy uh, Nomax. He did a remix of The Wooded Kingdom from uh, Super Mario Odyssey. So I'm going to say, let's go and spin, spin the track. track. Brrrr! <laughs>